Lecture Topic Developing Kashya 8 
order to attain the essence of it. One is the words, the theory. So this a person can memorize it by asking his needs. The person sits down to try and memorize the lesson, memorize some theory or some aspects, memorize some words from a thing. It takes maybe half an hour, somebody might take 10 minutes, somebody is very quick, he might take a few minutes. Very easy to memorize it. And very easy to then repeat it also. If a person has memorized it, he can repeat it. But memorizing it, repeating it, that itself is not going to be of any benefit if that memorizing, repeating, etc. is not coupled with amal. If that is not accompanied, not accompanied by practicing on it. So the purpose of all this learning and acquiring the sense and knowledge, taking the lessons of the Quran and Sunnah, is not just for the sake of knowledge, for the sake of action, for the sake of practice, for the sake of amal. We've learned something about salah, so now that salah will come in our lives. We've learned something about zikr, so that zikr now will become part of our daily routine. Not just as a routine, but part of our daily program as a need. Just as a person eats, not just because it's a routine, but because he needs to eat, otherwise he won't be harming himself. Likewise, we will learn something about Allah, and that must become part of our Allah. He must look at Allah. We will learn something about Ma'asharat, social life, how to interact with people, that must become part of our lives. Mu'adala'at our dealings, that must become correct. The whole purpose is this Amal. On the day of Qiyamah, it will not be how much we memorized, how much we had learned in terms of theory, but how much we had practiced. What was our Amal? That is what will be checked. That is what will be the accountability will be on that aspect. So with that here, that this becomes a means of Amal. Then together with that, in all these gatherings of deen, one of the very, very essential things is the company of the Ahlullah of the Pious. All the gatherings of deen, this is the year we should be leading. Alhamdulillah, it's the same year. Being in the gatherings of the Pious, this impacts on the heart of a person. And even if there is nothing heard, nothing said, but if that theory is correct, that person has accompanied people for the sake of gaining from that benefit of accompanying the pilots, then that is in itself enough to gain the benefit. Because this benefit is not dependent on words. This benefit is not dependent Many of us might have seen him, he used to come often to Salafiya, in the Ishtimaz, etc. Pastor, he, 15 odd years ago, or more, a little. So once he was traveling by train somewhere, it was a very hot day, and perhaps he was not a conditioned coach, so it was very hot in the coach as well. So the train stopped somewhere, so somebody quickly jumped off, people on the platform sell all kinds of things. Somebody was selling blocks of ice. The person quickly bought some blocks of ice and brought it and put it into the coach. 
Now slowly we're going to start learning obviously, but in the meantime, we're going to give off that cold. So after a short while, the cold starts cooling down. When the cold starts cooling down, so he immediately addressed the people around. And this is the message and this is the lesson that we have to take out of all this, that the highest people take a lesson out of everything. And their hearts are connected in the right direction. Everything brings them back to the same thing. Bring them back to how to connect oneself to Allah. <coughs> whatever a person has in mind, whatever he has in his heart, whatever he sees that takes him back to what is in his heart and mind. Somebody has dunya in his heart and mind, he will see some dini aspect too, that too will take his heart towards dunya. And he might see a masjid, for example, masjid is the house of Allah. But now you might see some, how decorative the budget is, or something, how, you know, what the done, how nice it looks. His mind will start running about how to do something similar for his house. Yeah. And he came to the house of Allah to get connected to Allah. But now his mind has running towards dunya. Oh, that this particular thing that is now in the new budget, particular aspect and now we install here see that there must be a demand for this. I'm a, I find out what the supplier is, I'm a bigger killing out of the store. He came in the house of Allah to connect himself with Allah and he's already looking for the supplier of the dunya. There's no harm in continuing with the work of dunya, but in the place of dunya, now he's coming to the house of Allah. The purpose of coming to Allah's house is to connect himself further with Allah. When he's done with this, that Faida, when the person is now complete, then Fantashi will be all one thousand from Allah. Oh, everything is done, is over with the Ibadat, and now he's leaving out of the house of Allah. I cannot be worse. But this is the aspect, if the person's heart is connected to Allah, everything will change him towards that direction. In any case, we're talking about this incident, is in Abhinijar So this quote starts cooling down. He addressed the people around him and said, Look, this is the effect of sahabat, companionship, company. That these blocks of ice didn't give any bayan. Hmm. They didn't say one word. But really being in the company of these blocks of ice, we are already feeling cool. The heat now has dissipated, we're feeling comfortable, we're feeling cool. Whereas we didn't hear any bayan from these blocks of ice. And this is the effect of Sohbat, that being in the company of the pious, it's not necessary to hear anything from them, merely being in their company that will benefit us. But with the condition of having the correct meal, with siddhas, with truthfulness and ikhlas, then that will be sufficient. So in a gathering of these, we have no idea of who's who and what maqam somebody has in the Allah. And often the person we might just take for granted and nobody will give a second thought to we don't know what maqam that person has in the court of Allah. And sometimes in the presence of some person in the gathering, everybody in the is me. So these are all opportunities to gain the closest of Allah. It's all dependent on our own niyat, our own zeal and enthusiasm to be closer to Allah. So this is the fear that we should have and this is the object for these gatherings that we 
Take the time to try and connect your husband with Allah. Who knows which moment is that moment of acceptance, that moment of kabuliyat. Inna Allah, inna lillahi ta'ala, nasahatun fil arm, fata'arrahun laha. Hadith Nabi Islam says that there are those special moments of acceptance that come from the side of Allah. So be ready to take it. Be ready to latch on to it. That which we term as the moment of kabuliyat. Sometimes it's just that moment when that special mercy of Allah Ta'ala has descended. And the person at that time, whatever he good is engaged in, becomes accepted. So now he is engaged in that which is meant to take the course of Allah Ta'ala, that is accepted, that objective of his getting achieved in that. That opens the door with him. What he was trying to ages to achieve can sometimes achieve in a moment. So these are the aspects for which we
not your means, it was hard testifying, then I went ahead and did it. If it was testifying, then obviously the mafia, which is disobedience of Allah, then I immediately refrained from it. So, this is the aspect of this khashiyat. There are various incidents that I mentioned here, the khashiyat and the sphere that was in the life of the Sahaba Iqram, high people. The first incident mentioned here is what we have often heard of an Abu Siddiq and the Allah so for my understanding, a car is called afraid of displeasing Allah. And it must not be that on the day of Qiyamah, I come out on the wrong side of things. If that's going to be the case, it's better off that I will see chapter of Islam. If it was the case that I come out on the wrong side of things on the day of Qiyamah, I am now taken to task, and Allah, Allah, I will be now punished. It's rather that I was afraid of grass, grazed upon the animal and done with finish. No, he can't get out. To the extent that a person is close to Allah, Allah that is the extent of his fear also. And to the extent that a person is far away from Allah, Allah there is no concern. And the person gets involved in major sins also, doesn't really affect him in any way. Abdullah bin Sudh and Allah, you see, this is the difference between a mu'min and a munafiq. A mu'min also sometimes can make a mistake in falling to some sin moment of temptation, something happened, whatever. And though he's trying his best to conduct himself correctly, but he slipped from it. It can happen, he's a child. But when that happens, he feels like a mountain, he's at the foot of a mountain that's about to follow him and crush him. He is so afraid and so concerned, and until he doesn't repent sincerely, shed tears of repentance and regret and remorse, make sincere tawbah to Allah, he cannot sit at peace. He won't be able to eat peacefully, he won't be able to sleep peacefully, he won't be able to enjoy any of the ni'mas of Allah Ta'ala. So how could I now go back to enjoy the ni'mas of Allah Ta'ala when I have trampled the law of Allah Ta'ala in this way? Like a person now, his Allah for good is protect one law, and his son has become rebellious. So now that son has done everything that could have been done to harm the father distress him. And now he's still coming to ask for some help. That I want some of money. Everything that was told to him to do, he rejected. Everything that was told to him not to do, he did. Caused all the problems and harm and damage. Now he's coming to say, no, I want a thousand dollars. So what would be the response? Then? What faith are you coming to even ask for anything? After whatever you've done, you still have the audacity to come and ask something. So, this is the condition of a Muslim that if he has made a mistake, he will think, well, what faith can I go and still enjoy the ni'mas of Allah after having disobeyed him? And I still haven't mended my relationship with him. I still haven't yet made everything come back to normality by repenting, by making sincere thought. How can I just go on without anything, without any concern, eat Allah's ni'mas and bounties and enjoy whatever he says with us? 
He'll never be able to continue until he has mended the relationship with Allah. By simply a Toba, he'll make the full Salah, Salah to Toba, he'll give some Sadaqah, make Istighfar, cry and shed tears of repentance until his heart, this is the consolation that comes from the side of Allah. It is the fullness that settles in the heart, which is so to say, the message that your Toba has now been accepted. So now he feels comforted, it's fine, inshallah, my Toba is accepted, and whatever mistake has happened that is now here, now you can continue with that again. This is the And then Munafid, the Munafid, he feels like a fly is set on his nose, he just shoots it away. The Professor made it also, he just shoots it away, nothing happens. Doesn't feel anything about it. But this is a sign of Imam that the person, he can take a mistake, but the sign of Imam that that makes him very, very restless, very perturbed. إِذَا سَفَرَتْكَ حَسَنَتُكَ وَسَعَتْكَ سَيِّئَتُكَ فَأَنْتَ مُؤْمِنِ Abhi Salaam says, when your good deeds please you. It's a sign of Iman. Pleasing a person is not meaning that he becomes proud of him. Or he regards as his achievements. He feels grateful, happy and grateful. Allah, this is your topic, you enable me to do this. And he feels happy on this topic of Allah. It's a sign of Iman. And was He slipped up somewhere, made a mistake, he was grieved. This grief is a sign of Iman. But a person who latches onto this grief and makes and uses that as a platform to progress. And he'll progress about it. But he ignores the grief. The grief came, but then he just dismissed it too. The next time it might come with very, very little. At that time no one will in any case, you see that Khashir, we see the life of the Sahaba, Ek Murtabad Baab and Ashir Te Gaye, or Ek Jandar Kuk Vaitha Hua Dek, that Khanda Khan Sara. Or Salmaya Kiko, Kis Khadar Musk Hai, Ki Khata Hai, Kita Hai, Tarakto Kisai Hai, Kita Hai, Par Aakhirat Na Tuch Par Koi Hisaab Kita Hai, Kaash Na Tuch Bakar Ni Kuch Dei Sama. Once, he went into an orchid somewhere, there was one animal seen. He saw this animal and he sighed deeply. Now we see animals also. People take long journeys to go to the zoos to visit a whole lot of animals. So we also see a lot of animals. He also saw an animal. But when he saw the animal, what was the reaction of him? He took a deep, he sighed deeply. And sighed deeply and now he so to say addressed that animal. How well off you are, you eat, drink, you take rest in the shade of the trees, and then eventually your life will finish off. You don't have to answer for anything on the day of Yamah. You don't have to answer for anything on the day of Yamah. Now, why would this thought come? Because the concern for the day of Yamah was so high. Like a person who dunya is at the peak in his heart all the time. Everything he sees reminds him of something. Where he can make a mecca, something. So when the person whose heart is attached to Akhirat, and Qiyamah, what's going to be my condition under Qiyamah? And he saw that animal, this animal got no hitab hitab. This animal has got no accountability on the day of Qiyamah. That's not the account of any day. And I have to give an account. 
if a lot of them now one is having the hope, but at the same time the fear. The hope inshallah Allah Ta'ala out of his grace, out of his mercy, Allah Ta'ala will make that day easy for us. Give us Jannah without his hope is there, but that hope must be coupled with fear. Allah forbid I'm taking the past. And then if I don't pass that, then what? Then the animal is better than me. Now this was the khashiyat. Now this is the lesson of khashiyat. It's also giving us many lessons. That how we should be training our hearts and minds to be occupied with what? There's a time for a person to be applying his mind, thinking towards his work, in order to fulfill the tasks at hand. Obviously not. He's going to be applying his mind to that. Otherwise, now if he thinks of something else and he has to start adding two and two, he might get seven or something. Just apply his mind now, two and two and four. He has to put his concentration on it. But this is the time now that that work is done. Maybe he doesn't work from 24-7 for dunya. He's got his time for dunya. He's done his work for dunya. Now he's applied his mind there at that time. And applying his mind at that time, provided that the background has the right ear. And that too would become a part of him. In India, Pakistan, all these places, perhaps we have to be interested in this. Person is telling something. No, person is telling something. So he's going to shout about it. Let's keep shouting. Sometimes people are selling some veggies, whatever else, they're going around with their vehicles now. So now they're starting off. This single one, every now and again, one panels, drive around, people are shouting, one for millions. But that is excess being, millions, millions, millions. Somebody tells something, I don't want to talk, he's shouting that. One of the person is shouting that he is, he is shouting whatever it is, but all the time his object is that he needs to earn a halal living, so now he is shouting out for a sunny to earn a halal living. If that is his near, earn a halal living, fulfill the needs of his family, take care of whatever his needs are in a halal manner, each time he is shouting, he needs to take the power of labor. So the right near, he needs itself not bigger. But he is doing something for the purpose of earning a halal living from the order of Allah. So those words that he will speak for that purpose, to keep himself within the boundaries of Allah, that too will earn him the reward of zikr. And a person sometimes is making zikr, he takes Allah, Allah, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah. But at that time, his knee had was impressible. At that time, his knee had was to just attack somebody with attention, make somebody think about, Mashallah, this person is a sort of leader. Then that moment that he was going to take Subhanallah, he is, that was being recorded in the book of Kirti. Because his whole Amal was destroyed in the Diyar. That was the shouting millions and they're getting recorded in the book of good deeds. This person thinks subhanallah is getting recorded in the book of bad deeds. Hmm. What changed it? The near behind it and what purpose it was being done for? That person was doing something, doing something halal for the purpose of turning a halal money. 
without much of being Allah Ta'ala's command in any way, you see something in a halal manner and in a halal way that you begin to see for you. This person is doing what is ayna tazbeer. It is very tazbeer itself. He is actually glorifying Allah Ta'ala. And his niyat is corrupted. He is doing it for the alkhiriyah holder. Holders got recorded in the book of bad news. So, this khashiyah is what we are discussing. Now, what, what this is the aspect we are discussing is that on the one hand, while a person is busy with his work, he is engaged in his occupation, whatever he's going to apply his mind, think about what he has to think about, plan, whatever else has to happen, he's going to talk to the customer, he's going to be in contact with some supplier, whatever else, I'll carry on. But even in the midst of all that, and over and above that, but now that time has passed now, then when that door is closed, he closes that door in the mind. There will be something sometimes it should be now the odd call somewhere, something yes, might sort out something at home, into that no problem. But in principle, his heart and mind now will be focused towards what is object of life. That was a need, he did his need. But the need doesn't become the 24-7 occupation. The need is the need, finish off at the need. But then he comes back to his objective. Now his heart and mind is focused towards Allah. Everything he sees, he's applying his thinking in that direction. Like this, this lesson we get here. Now, person is thinking, animal, but his mind, as a result of the gaze that fell of the animal, his mind is being transferred instantly to other. But what makes that happen? What makes it happen is that where the heart, what is in the heart and mind? The consciousness of Allah, the concern of Akhirat, the concern of the accountability of the day of Qiyamah. So now this little bit of the slightest thing triggers the same thoughts. But when a person changes his mind and brings this consciousness of Allah in the heart, then in time everything turns the mind in that direction. Discuss the incident of Rabia Basriya on many occasions that somebody came and presented a roasted chicken in front of her. So now you say, MashaAllah. Somebody will say, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, all that is in his place. MashaAllah, Alhamdulillah, all in his place. She started crying. She started crying. This is an occasion to cry. Somebody asked her, Why are you crying? But it just took my mind to something else. That I saw this roasted chicken. So this came to mind that this chicken was so fortunate that first it was slaughtered, it was slaughtered in a halal manner, it was slaughtered. After it was slaughtered now, the life was kept out. There was no life in it. After the life had come out, now it was kindled and then it was roasted. It was roasted, it was roasted, there was no life in it, certainly. There was no pain. Allah forbid, I am told in Jahannam I'll be roasted alive. My mind went in that direction, that's what made me cry. That Allah Ta'ala saved me from that situation that I am thrown into Jahannam, otherwise I'll get roasted alive. This chicken was roasted after his life had gone. Now, Somebody is seeing an animal sitting somewhere grazing, his mind is being lost. Somebody is seeing a roasted chicken. Saliva is there, already starts getting activated. But this person's mind is being already lost. That's 
What do we make of vision and day of This is that the heart and mind has been occupied in this manner, has been trained to think in this way. By repeatedly bringing the consciousness of Allah to the heart. This is a whole combination of things, sacrifices of the being, the constancy of the figure of Allah Tilawat of these Murakalas, various meditations that we have learned over time, all these things increase the consciousness of Allah. To the extent that this has been increased, that everything takes a person's mind in the same direction. It links him further from Allah. It takes him towards the greatness of Allah. So that Umar Oh, you criminals stand aside. What a situation that will be. 
out of this fear, Allah forbid that I would stand alongside these people. The whole night he spent repeating this ayah and crying over them what is being mentioned in this ayah. Now this is as a result of that khashiyah. What is in the depth of the heart? That is what we hope these kind of feelings. That concern, that fear of Allah, that I should not displease Allah in any way. That concern is about this kind of reaction. Allah Ta'ala gives us also uh, even a fraction of the great gift of khashiyah. These are all gifts of Allah Ta'ala. None of these things are, we have to make the utmost efforts. None of these things are attainable by our efforts. It's all by the grace of Allah. So we have to make the utmost efforts and still beg for Allah Ta'ala's grace. Because only with His grace, with His father, with His karam, that these things will be attained. So to beg Him and ask Him, Allah Ta'ala will be grace because He granted to us. Inshallah, we will continue to ask for these three things for ourselves, ask for the entire of the Rasulullah, and ask for the entire of the Rasulullah.